and welcome to the latest installment of On the Couch. I'm Luis Garcia, Senior Director at Canning Strategic Communications. And today I'm speaking to someone who really doesn't need an introduction. But, you know, let's give him one. Our guest is Peter Ryan, Senior Business Reporter for the ABC. Um, I think it's fair to say that Peter is probably one of the most experienced business journalists in Australia, if not the most experienced. I've known him for quite a while, longer than we both would care to admit, I think. Uh, But Peter has been covering business finance and politics for the best part of four decades, uh, both here in Australia and overseas. As a senior business reporter, he's covered all the big stories from the demise of Unset back in 2002 to the global financial crisis to the dot-com crash and the Banking Royal Commission more recently. And of course, he's been reporting over the last three to four months on the economic impact of COVID-19. So welcome on board or welcome to the couch, uh, Peter. Oh, thank you very much, Lewis. I'm glad to be on the couch. Uh, Peter, during your time at the ABC, you would have interviewed, I think, thousands of senior executives, CEOs, chairmen and chairwomen and directors. Um, How do you think Australian business generally um, have coped with this pandemic? Well, like every other sector in society, uh, business or government, Lewis, uh, all the rules have uh, gone out the window. They've had to be uh, rewritten. Um, We've got a whole, most of the workforce um, working at home at the moment. Uh, Office blocks in um, central business districts are pretty much uh, understaffed. Some are empty. Um, A couple of banks have actually closed down a few um, buildings because um, people are working from home. So the rules are out the window. Um, but uh, opportunities come out of that. And for example, I've been broadcasting and operating out of home since uh, mid-March when the ABC right. made a pretty big decision that they should have as many people as possible working from home. And thanks to the uh, miracles of technology, I can broadcast into uh, programs like AM and uh, The World Today and uh, also News 24 TV off my, my iPhone as if I was in the studio. And, and in some you know strange way, I've actually become more productive and I guess operating <laughs> a bit like a foreign correspondent um, rather than being in there in the office um, offering my um, helpful or perhaps unhelpful advice about the way programs should look. <laughs> well, you've been a foreign correspondent, so you'd know how it works. But um, do you find it a little isolating? Well, I've been very fortunate that I I, I have very good relationships with the uh, executive producers and producers that I work with, and um, and you know that's based on you know uh, as it is in the news and current affairs business, uh, frank discussions, uh, direct advice, very uh, short conversations, but not isolating. I think that probably you know twenty years ago, before uh, even ten years ago, when before people were used to communicating on email or mm. uh, text messages or messenger, it may well. Have been a bit isolating, but um, you know the fast, uh, fast broadband speeds and the NBN was finally connected to um, my house here uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's made life a whole lot easier yeah. in, in terms of being able to pull material in me, being able to send interviews up, and and it gives us a, you know really high quality um, a standard of broadcasting when people listening to our programs wouldn't know that I'm actually operating you know, out uh-huh. of home in my little office. Right. And, and what have you found? What, what are the perils and the benefits of broadcasting from home? 
Well, I think the um, there are some benefits in broadcasting from home. I suppose where you know, if I was uh, doing an interview, uh, I say if something big came up in the afternoon and I was aiming for the next morning's program, I'd be having to line something up for the next morning. Now I have the uh, ability to uh, record interviews at home, similar to the way that I'm doing this one, where that just means that I've got that additional flexibility. Of course, in the news industry, I always try to do interviews as close as possible to the program mm. going to air because you never know what developments are going to come out overnight. And by doing interviews in advance in the world of you know daily daily news or hourly news, you can lock yourself into a position and maybe you know miss out on an angle that might be dropped or there might yeah. be some sort of you know strategy and um, PR strategy uh, to actually maybe not tell the full story. So uh, it's always good to have as much I'm, time, I'm sure as, much that time never as possible. Happens, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hardly ever happens. <laughs> Hardly. So, and and what about if if I were to ask you? Okay, you you've been doing this for quite a while. You you you're a broadcaster, so you know how it works. But um, do you have any any particular tips or advice for our listeners about um, uh, you know how to nail that Zoom interview or Skype interview or Microsoft interview? What uh, what are the tips? What are the secrets that uh, Peter Ryan uses <laughs> to uh, uh, to make it work? Well, I think probably in the first instance, it's probably, um, you know, a, a big difference between doing, a, you know, a Teams or a, a Zoom call or a WebEx call if you're just, you know, um, within a, a small team and you're doing something for internal uses. But if you're doing something for broadcasting, I think that, you know, what I find is that I've been doing a lot of interviews on Zoom and Teams using the audio only. Um, but I think for people at the other end, I'm saying, well, you know, often what I want is for, for people to actually use those applications on their actual iPhone um, mm-hmm. rather than talking into a tablet because you can, you know, the quality is everything to us. But if you're in a, right. an, an echoey sounding boardroom, uh, that that's not uh, that that's not really optimal for us. Mm-hmm. But you, you do find that if people actually, you know, hold the phone up to their um, head as they normally would, you get a much better um, uh, reception. It cuts out different uh, bits of sound. But I think that in um, in broadcast, you know, you, you, you want to sound good. So it's in my interest and it's in your interest to have the best possible sound quality. That means avoiding mm-hmm. echoey uh, conference rooms in terms yeah. of, you know, any, anything for broadcast, it's important to you know, get uh, get set up whether that's with your tablet. Uh, have if you can with an iPhone. This is what I do at home if I'm doing stuff for the ABC News Channel. I have a a tripod that I mm-hmm. brought home yeah. from the United States in the mid 1990s. Bought a a fifteen dollar um, head that I could put on that would hold my iPhone ten, and I have a, a Bluetooth um, earpiece that actually has a microphone built in, so I can yeah. you know frame myself up, make sure that the lighting is good. You're not having light that you're streaming in from the background right. and you want to be square on you don't want people looking up your nose or chins or whatever because you know that might sound vain but it can be distracting you know, right. to an audience right. and you of course you want to look your best and dress for your environment so I haven't haven't worn a tie since mid-march but I do want to look neat as even though I might have tracksuit pants on underneath the uh, the blazer <laughs> 
<laughs> now, we, we've seen uh, plenty of examples. In fact, I was just having a look at one this morning of uh, people being interviewed um, uh, via Zoom or Skype or one of the platforms and children or pets or something happening in the background that was totally unexpected. Um, have you had any of those, um, any any uh, similar issues? Oh, look, I've had a few instances where I've been, you know, live on the air and the uh, the the people next door have had their um, guy come in to mow the lawn. So they've started up the, the Victor 2 stroke outside my window. And um, But I, 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 I am set up with a very good studio uh, microphone right. and a little uh, wraparound uh, voiceover booth that gives me, um, you know, great quality, even though in my, my home I have, you know, quite high ceilings and, yeah. you know, you're probably not hearing much echo here. I have been working at home here uh, with my, my wife, Mary Cotter, and my daughter, Charlotte. Um, we, we have the um, – we're fortunate to have a – I guess a larger than a large home. We're not in a, a unit or whatever, so we've been able to have our own space. space so, yeah. so we have had a few things where um, you know maybe I might be in the middle of doing something and I've knocked over a cup of tea or something like that, and um, and there've been very few flare-ups in terms of um, space. But you know there, there are uh, there's a lot of give and take, of course, in working is, from home. It? And you know I, I'm in you know much more ideal uh, situation if you were a, you know a younger family with young children. Children not able to send them to school. If you're in a you know one or two bedroom flat, um, the, things would be very very uh, stressful. But things have worked out here um, very well as long as I you know do my part in unstacking the dishwasher and work around the house. And uh, the risk from working at home is, of course, you can be asked to um, to stack and unload the washing machine and put the put the washing out. <laughs> you draw the line of having to iron, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, just on a, on, a, on a more serious uh, note, just to end uh, to end our discussion, um, one thing that's become very, very clear is that um, uh, the pandemic has resulted in advertisers fleeing uh, uh, traditional commercial media. You know, we've seen several quite a lot of newspapers close, quite a lot of newspapers stop printing, hundreds of jobs gone. Um, what happens next? As, as someone who keeps a close eye on what's going on in the media, in, in the media sector, what do you think is next for commercial media? Well, I think the answer to that is that no one really knows. I have just been uh, reading a, a survey from um, uh, an advisor to media buyers from Standard Media who had saw, saw in the month of May there was, a, I think it was a 41% decline yeah. in advertising across all sectors and, you know, not surprisingly, you know, cinema advertising down around, you know, um, 70%, same with outdoor advertising yeah. and, of course, uh, newspapers and, you know, the big focus is been on those traditional newspapers that um, uh, News Corporation and Australian Community Media basically had to close the printing presses and, and keep digital. And a lot of people, um, you know, uh, fail to realise that um, newspapers, the lifeblood is, you know, local businesses advertising, whether it's yeah. the, the local RSL advertising, the you know, smorgasbord or the, the cinema or um, those mm -hmm. little sort of um, uh, paragraph ads for, um, you know, handymen around the place. Those type of ads have just really dried up and you people would have noticed it on uh, free-to-air television that there have been probably fewer ads um 
free-to-air televisions are under a, under a lot of pressure to maintain, and uh, because no one knows where the where the uh, you know the virus is going to, no one knows where there's a there's a vaccine. It's quite uh, it's quite grim. But I think amazingly, in the general economy, um, due to the incredible um, economic emergency stimulus that the government's provided, you know, through JobKeeper and JobSeeker and uh, the early access to superannuation, but that's another story. Um, you know, it it has. Uh, kept the economy ticking along, yeah. but of course we're all, you know, concerned about what's going to happen at the end of September when JobKeeper ends, and of course banks have extended six-month um, loan repayment holidays, mm. and they're all working out ways to sort of try to get people back in paying something. So there's a lot of uncertainty, and I, I would expect the federal government's going to be having to, um, you know, roll out an additional wave of uh, stimulus to keep you Absolutely. know businesses going into early next year. Uh, certainly uncertain times and quite challenging too. Uh, Peter, thank you very, very much for uh, for agreeing to talk to uh, to uh, to talk to us about uh, working from home and and media and the the economy and a whole host of other things. Uh, we appreciate your time and. Um, it might be time for you to go and unstack the dishwasher again, I think. That's right. I can hear that beckoning, but uh, good luck to you and uh, good luck to all the listeners. <laughs> On the couch, our guest was Peter Ryan. Thank you, Peter, and uh, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure.